0: Okay. So today is still February. And I must add though, seriously, I feel so blessed. I feel so blessed in so many areas of my life right now. Like there is so much to be grateful for. Like it's beyond me. Like, I'm just like, why do I get to be so lucky? Like, right. It's like, (laughs) I was in a yoga class teaching one time in the last couple months here. And one of the, one of the students in my class, she said this funny story of, one of her nieces is like part Chinese as well, Um, like as well with my kids. Like I'm full Chinese, <laughs> at least I think so. I can't wait to get one of those DNA like family history test things and just see because I know my dad's mom is was an orphan, and so who knows where she's from, right? And I'm like, oh man, what if I have like other you know other stuff going on in my blood that's like you're actually not full Chinese. You actually have like all this other stuff. I'll be like, oh my goodness, that'd be so cool um but anyways here i am kind of in this space of like figuring things out right where it's like i am just so glad i'm just so glad to have the life that i live oh anyways i was telling the story about the yoga so anyways i was teaching teaching and then i after class one of my students was saying how grateful she was for me she was just so gracious in her comments compliments Just saying how thankful she was that I was able to teach in such a like, such a great way, right? And then just be able to share wisdom because we always have a a chat afterwards just to kind of process what our experience was with our meditation, all of this kind of stuff. And she said, she's like, you're like this sage like person, Blah, blah blah blah. And it's just so sweet to hear that, right? It's like it's kind of like when you go and bear your testimony and then people talk to you after something they're like I'm so glad you went and shared that and I could I could connect with your story da-da-da like this and all of this kind of stuff right so that's kind of how I felt in that moment I was like oh that's so sweet I'm so glad that that meant something to you and then and she told me the story of like how sometimes she connects with her nieces and 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 they're just like she sometimes she's just like how are you so smart or how are you just so like so spot on with everything that you do and and then they always have this funny cheeky answer. They're like, it's because I'm Chinese <laughs> and it's, or I'm part Chinese or whatever, right? And, and it's just such a sweet, very proud kind of answer that I just think is just so, so special that people can believe in who they are and their heritage so much that they can be so proud of it to just call it as it is, like call it out and be like, it's because I'm this. It's because my ancestors did this or whatever, right? I think that's awesome. And she said it like that, and I was like, huh, I think that's beautiful. And especially at that point in my life, it was helpful for me to hear about it, um, other people and how they felt about their heritage and stuff, because I was just starting my journey of like, this past year really getting way more deep in my appreciation for my culture, my heritage, all those kinds of things. And so it was nice to feel of an example of another person and their journey of getting to the point where they could say, like, I'm proud of myself because of my heritage kind of thing, right? And I was like, man, that's amazing. Like, that's amazing to get to that point. Anyways, here I am doing my live and I feel like I finally got there. Like, I feel like I'm genuinely at a place where I'm like, oh, well, I'm like, you know, I'm like living life, right? Like I am, I'm like awake, and I'm like happy to take care of my body, and I'm like, you know, whip it open like three different languages this morning to just like try to learn a little bit of each, and like I'm just like doing the dish thing, making my my personal history, adding to my family record stuff, and just like taking the time, right? And and I just feel like you know, and and even this week, you know, like this last couple of weeks we've been. In the celebration mode of like Chinese New Year stuff. So it's been super fun to just like embrace that, right? Because clearly it is so much fun. If you don't know anything about Chinese New Year or or anything Chinese, you just gotta know that it's just super fun. It's just all about the fun most days, right? And of course, there's the family aspect that is just like super awesome and everything. And I just feel so thankful to be in a place where it's like, hey, let's do this um i'm just so glad that i get to just oh i just love being this person that i just feel so blessed right i just feel so blessed i feel like i am given strength every day to live another day because i feel like i'm living my mission right like i feel like i'm doing the things that are mine to do at this very time in my life in the very life of those that i am living in the same time with at this time and then also with those that aren't living at this time right like that i'm finding them that I'm discovering who I was before I even got here, right? Because clearly the DNA of those that have come before me are like my DNA too. So in some ways I have lived forever, right? Like which I actually have, like I've been living forever. But all of the DNA of all of these other people that have lived before me on the earth and have passed before me, like they're living in me too in some ways, right? And so I'm like, oh my goodness, there's like so much connection going on here. Like I'm just, I'm just like the result of so much that has happened before me. And so here I was, I did an audio recording just kind of reflecting on the choppy story that I have so far of my mom and dad's like how they met kind of story. And I'm just so grateful. Like I'm just so grateful to just get to a point in my life where I can just, I don't know, like just keep going, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what it I don't know what what it is that I'm thinking about, but I just I guess I'm just overwhelmed with joy that I get to live this life where I have the freedom. I think that's what it is. I think that's what I'm deeply grateful for right now. I'm just so grateful for freedom. I'm grateful for freedom. To live my life like and and I've, I've not always felt this way right? like there's been different seasons in my life where I just felt really painted into a corner to be a certain way or to talk a certain way or to live a certain way and, and it would just wasn't authentic it wasn't sincere it was just going through the motions you know kind of like following a recipe kind of style right? just, and feeling like I couldn't deviate from the recipe and, there, and like, there would be like serious consequences if I deviated or whatever, you know, like, and I always had this like funny idea, like, oh, if I deviate from the recipe, I'm gonna go to jail or whatever, right? That was my funny thing that I had this year because because this year was like a very, this not this year, but like 2021 is this year, but last year was 2020, 20, and 2020 was actually, everybody talks about it being the worst year ever, which is legit for a lot of people, right? I'm sure there's a lot of people that suffered and everything, but actually in my whole milestones of life i just actually feel like 2020 was one of the biggest milestone moments of my life kind of year because i feel like it was one of the first years that i'd ever really taken the time to wash out clear out open the windows and just clear it all out right like i just feel like i have been holding on to mold and to just like clutter and so much stuff and baggage from all the years passed and I've been hauling it around with me, pack, packing it away, pack, pack ratting it away for so many years that it was just so burdensome. And it was finally in that year that I just was able to get to a point where I was like, you know what? I just don't feel like it's, it's exigent or like it's, it's pertinent for me to be the one to carry any more of this, right? Like, I just don't feel like that is the purpose for me to be here, is to just carry all this weight and carry all this burden or whatever. Um, And a lot of it had to do with, like, just, like, me accepting myself for who I am, kind of, deal. and I know it sounds super cliche, because that's the thing of the times right now, is like, the whole self-care era of life, where people are just thinking me, 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 and no no sacrifice at all, and no thinking of other people's needs, and just think about me kind of style, and... you know, I don't agree with that because of course we have obligations and responsibilities and it's an honor to see an opportunity to serve and take it and, and, and to become something, become who we are, were actually born to become through taking those opportunities to just help. Right. Um, and so I love, I love that kind of mentality and it was as if, like, yet yeah, last year was a really important year for me to just, like, really hunker down, though. Because I had realized that I had kind of, I don't know, I just, I kind of tizzied myself out. Because in my mindset, there's, like, different, there's a patriarchal order of, um, like, relationships. It's like, you know, I, I first focus on my attachment with Heavenly Father and my connection with Him. And then I focus on my attachment and connection with myself. And then I focus on my attention my attachment and connection with me and my spouse. And then it's my me and my kids. And then it's the public after that. It's kind of like the whole Covey idea where it, um, like Stephen Covey's book, seven habits of highly effective people, where it's like, there's private personal victories and then there's the public victories. Right. So I was really trying to focus in on this personal victories kind of life because I felt like, you know, I really do understand the whole public victory thing, even though I fail miserably at it, you know, like there's, I don't know if there's any area of my life that I have not failed miserably at. So I'm still at the fail miserably part in the public, you know, public victory era. You know, like, you know, I'm not this like fancy Facebook person or like fancy, like I have all of this like fancy resume professional stuff. Like I might have been shooting for it when I was like in my teenage years, potentially, but even then, like it wasn't, it wasn't from a, a an earnest, sincere place necessarily. It was more in a from a money-getting kind of like money-hungry kind of place. So really, like it, it didn't last, right? It wasn't for the right reason. Anyways, um, then here I am, like just kind of getting into more of a solid place to be. Like, um, well, actually, here we go. Let us just take the time to just put aside some of the public victory stuff because that's just not my focus right now. Like my focus is my home and family right now. Um, Because clearly like I'm the only one that can serve them, especially during a pandemic and like I just can't be Focusing so much my energies on everyone else like that because that's what it was It was like the first day that everything shut down. It was like church Everything was shut down and I just went into a crazy fest where I spent like I don't know 10 to 12 hours of the day I felt like on Facebook because I was going nutty. I was just like what does this mean? What am I gonna do with myself? And I was just like on there all the time trying to figure it out on Facebook like ah not a good idea <laughs> so then I finally was able to tizzy out of it thankfully like thankfully my sister was able to check it on me be like um like I noticed that you were posting things at like 3 a.m in the morning like are you okay like you know I was like oh yeah yeah like that's probably not a good pattern to keep doing <laughs> Anyways, so then I kind of tried to trickle out little by little out of that um, because it just, like, of course, it just doesn't make any sense to, like, just because it's a pandemic doesn't mean it's it's time to just totally binge on addiction kind of behavior stuff and just call it good, right? It's like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> so thankfully, that was able to just kind of tizzy out. Like, Like, it took a good chunk of time, though. Like, I didn't actually fully realize it until, like, maybe nine months later. And then I was like, okay, actually though, like I need to take like a two week fast and just like not even be on so I can just like get out of this. (laughs) And so that was nice to do that. Um, And then there was the whole aspect of just like, um, so my more word of the year was Mary. And it was this whole idea of, hey, let's try to just be even more mindful of how I can just allow for the most essential things of life to take priority, right? Essential in eternal terms, right? So basically, like, if Jesus is knocking at the door, I'm not going to the door and saying, like, oh, hey, like, here you are, but actually I'm still doing this, so I don't have time for you kind of thing, right? It's like, no. I was trying to get a little bit more focused on the most important thing so when Jesus is knocking at my door, I could be like, oh, here you are, and just totally be present and be ready, right? So it's like, okay, how can we do this? So it was kind of funny because I kind of just really felt such an important draw to, to really take the time to see myself the way Heavenly Father saw me. Because I just kind of felt like a slog. I felt like I was constantly trying to get a priesthood blessing so that I could just hear my Heavenly Father's voice talking to me according to what he actually felt about me, right? Like I just could never really feel or hear it unless if I was a priesthood blessing experience and I could hear someone's voice uttering it for me so that I could really believe that that was his voice kind of thing, right? So here I was just like going on this journey with myself and just like, and like of course with Heavenly Father because clearly like that's the whole reason for me anyways to learn anything about myself is so that I can get even more clear about who Heavenly Father is and who I am to all the people that he's blessed me to get to be a person for, right? And so here i am just like trying to learn about myself and learn about who he has blessed me to be in the past who he has blessed me to get to become in the future and just like just really getting honest with all of those ideas and as i was on the journey of it it was just really fascinating for me to just totally delve into like different things right whether it was like um, one model medium method that some people use is called energy profiling where they just kind of take the yin and the yang of their personality or their like their nature, their divine kind of nature style um, or their like the way that they express or move through life kind of thing and they, they either categorize themselves as like yin yin or like it's, it's in different levels so I'll just go from highest energy to lowest energy kind of style so it's like you're either yin yang or your yin yin or your yang-yang, or your yang-yin kind of stuff. So in other words, you're either type 1, type 2, type 3, type 4. And so it was kind of an interesting journey for me. And it's funny that I was able to kind of travel through my spiritual journey as well as my emotional-mental journey through this method because it was actually super helpful for me. You know, I had originally picked it up, this whole idea because I was reading a parenting book. And the parenting book was outlining the system for me to learn how to parent better specific children according to whether they were yin yin, yang yang, or whatever, right? So that I could be acknowledging different tendencies they would have and then, you know, parenting in a way that was moving with that energy, right? In a way that was honoring. Who they were and not constantly trying to go against the grain of who they were, but like being able to honor who they were at the same time as also being able to communicate needs and, and things like that. So like it just made a lot of sense to me because as a, a leader for the city that I once lived in, like a recreation leader, we had such excellent supervisors and people that were just so good at teaching and everything, and I felt like that's what it was like all the time. It was like they took the time to understand and know me. So that whenever they communicated to me, I felt like they knew me, they cared about me, and they were considerate of me. And that's the whole idea here, right? It's like, it's like getting to a level where I can honor and respect my children as people, that they're not like objects to just be like, cattle ranched around, or like they're not just like soldiers in my little like crew here and I'm some kind of sergeant mom person. Like it's like, no, like this is a person in front of me that I can be respectful of, to keep their dignity intact, to be courteous and careful, and like thoughtful and 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 take the time to consider, right? And and to be mindful and to know them, to f- take the time to get to know them, and to continue to want to get to know them, right? Because clearly, I don't have it all figured out in one shot. So that was like something that was super meaningful to me to just get a gauge on to be like, oh, well, this is an interesting new way to do this um because it just really resonated with me because like you know i I've, I've been so clueless about one child for so long that it's been this journey of like what in the world am i supposed to do with this child like it's like you know for the longest time it was basically easy right because with this child it was as if they were just my favorite child because they were they were super easy to you know like they were just so easygoing, basically right for so long it was like they would get forgotten a lot of the time because they were so easy going that there was never, there was never any pushback or any kind of like, you know, attention ne- like grabbing or like, you know, needing to needing anything kind of style. They just kind of did their thing and they just kind of went along with everything. Right. And then recently, like they're like six now and recently <laughs> in the last, like, I don't know, like a few months, it's been a crazy chaos kind of zone here. Like construction zone like not in like the physical form of like renovation stuff but I feel like we're in renovation style of like family parenting like just like like everything is being chopped up and destroyed and just suddenly like we're trying to rebuild everything and just it's it's kind of bleak because we don't have a clear blueprint Because everything's, it's almost like you didn't know it was renovation day until you like wake up one day and you realize, you're like, wait a minute, my house has been becoming destroyed like over and over every day for the last few weeks and months here and now it's at the point where We cannot just ignore it anymore. Like, we actually have to do something because we cannot live in a house that is like that has holes, that doesn't have half its roof, that its walls are, like, barely standing up and, like, the doors are broken and the windows and everything. Like, we need to take the time to have renovations happen, you know? Like, we cannot live like this for the rest of our lives. That's kind of how I'm feeling on an emotional, mental level, like, as a parent right now. It's like I'm just, like totally in in construction zone, renovation zone, trying to grasp what is going on and trying to grasp what is my opportunity to move forward with to make things even better because I get to be that person. It's like I'm not like this volunteer person anymore with like other leaders and I can just follow along and be like, okay, just tell me what to do and I'll just happily help along, right? Although it does help to have that good attitude when I'm going through this because clearly I, like, I struggle with so many different aspects of it. Like for the longest time, I was just struggling with the fact of even acknowledging that it was a thing, that there was something wrong, messed up, and that potentially it could get to the point where I need a diagnosis for one of these children so that they can, so we can just move forward with something, right? Something to have some level of direction with. So it's been quite a process for me to get to that point and then to get to the point to be like, okay, So now what, right? It's like, what can I do in the meantime until all of those appointments can actually like follow through with one another and we can be in a rhythm to actually just get some, get some clarity about some specific things from helpful people that hopefully can give us something. So that's gonna be helpful. But in the meantime, it's been really fascinating to see this journey. You know, like I started last year with this child whisperer book and it doesn't surprise me that I'm back into it right now. Because, like at the beginning, when I started it, it was like, oh hey, this is for this child. But for some reason, at that time, I just couldn't approach it that way. I just kept hitting brick walls. I was like, this is for this child, but I just can't grasp it. I just can't grasp it for them. So then I just kind of dabbled into the whole book and it like the I kind of leaned actually towards well, what if this book was for me? What if this book was actually for me to digest as my heavenly father wants to be considerate and honoring of me. So what are some things that I can learn about myself as if I was like reparenting myself kind of style, right? Like if I was pretending I was like heavenly mother and then here I was reading this book for my child and my child is Jenny and this she's like whatever type, right? And so how could I read it in that way so I could be doing this thing? And so then I was talking with this other friend I have, who she has had a similar situation with me. Like her mom was schizophrenic, is schizophrenic, and so is mine. And like, we just kind of talk every so often because we can relate with one another about like, you know, the struggles that we've had in our lives and then how we've tried to figure ourselves out regardless of those struggles, right? And so we talk a lot about this idea of like, we have had to take the very specific choices in our lives to reparent ourselves, right? take all this parenting knowledge and be like, hey, let's apply it to ourselves now so then we can actually move forward and then become this parent for our child because we weren't parented this way. So like, let's figure out how we can do it in our own way for ourselves and then move forward to the next step to then pass it on, right? And so anyways, here I was reading this book and it actually was super impactful for me for like weeks and weeks and weeks and months and months to just help me get into a space of really, seeing myself for who I was and really being able to be okay with that and accept that. And then and then I st- went back to the, the part where I felt like it was for my child and I realized something. I was like, oh, I get it now. I get why I couldn't approach that because every time I read that section that I felt like this is my child, I would have so much resistance and be like, no, but I hate that. Like I hate everything that they're talking about about that child because I just don't love that about them like i just don't love it i don't appreciate it or accept it or whatever i kind of just pretend that it's not there and then i realized it's like oh well actually this time reading it through i don't feel that way i actually feel really happy and positive about it and i feel like i'm in a secure place to actually take it take that in and be like yeah let's try it right like let's do some of these tips right and i just thought like why did that happen how was that and then i thought you know what i think what was going on there is like, I first approached it with the child, but I just wasn't ready yet because I hadn't yet been parented yet in that style. So then I had to take the whole self-care work to like reparent myself in that style. So then I could really actually just value myself first and value myself and feel validated and feeling attached with my heavenly father, heavenly mother in that way. So that when I looked at it towards like my child and this thing, I, I, it was like I needed to accept myself before I could be ready to accept my child. Kind of like the way they talk about forgiveness in the gospel terms. It's like you have to be a person that is ready to be forgiving of others before you are ready to receive forgiveness from Heavenly Father and like for your sins kind of stuff, right? It's like I needed to own it for myself before I was ready to be able to then, you know, offer it and be be able to receive the gift of what that looks like in in continuing that path and legacy or whatever. So anyways, second time around in approaching that section, it was so incredible. It was incredible on so many levels because it was like, I was able to not only accept my child for who they were, I was able to accept other people in my life for who they were that are of a similar type of energy. And that was, like, incredible for me. Like, it was so healing for me to just really acknowledge these aspects about people in my life and be like, you know what? They are valuable. They are, like, amazing people. Like, because I think I used to just really judge people before this and be like, well, I only really like to spend time with this kind of people, right? And so that's what I'm going to do, right? Like, I'm just going to be very selective and selfish about who I spend time with or who I take the time to get to know or whatever because I get to choose right I get to choose all of that I don't have to feel like I have to be friends with whoever whatever right but it just got to a point in my life where it became clear one because I was humbled it got to a point where I lost all my friends basically and I didn't have any friends anymore and it had to get to that point for me because I had to ask my Heavenly Father I'm like what is the point of friends like what if I was going to move forward with any friends in my life for the rest of my life what what is that for? What's the purpose? And for me, my answer was like, the purpose to having friends for you is basically so that you can find ways to love them and see them the way Heavenly Father does and help them to see themselves the way Heavenly Father sees them. And so I was like, ooh. So you're saying that basically, you know, like I have all these like heroes in my life and some of them are in this like book, the Book of Mormon, where basically it says there's three people in the world at like back in ancient times that like when they met with the Savior, they were like, hey, could you like if you're going to like give us our wishes, could we just have the wish of living forever basically on the earth and just helping people like random acts of kindness all the time and, and like do that until you come again. Like, could we just not die and just minister for the rest of our lives? And he granted it. He's like, sure. Like, you guys go ahead. You just go and minister and I'll see you again, right? Like, I'll see you when I see you, right? And I'm like, oh my goodness, I can't believe they wanted to do that. And then I think to myself, ever since I hear that story, I'm like, I want to be like that. I don't have to, like, ask someone to give me that. I'm going to do it anyways, right? And so it's like, that's kind of the perspective that I've adopted over time so it's just like, okay, so if I'm like living that life anyways, and then here I am reading this book, it just makes sense to me to be able and willing to accept people that are both, are whether they're yin-yin or yin-yang, or sorry, yin-yang or yin-yin or yang-yang or, yang-yang or yang-yin. Like it doesn't matter who they are, what they are, what makeup they are, what what background, what experience, what education, whatever, like religion, faith, like whatever, right? They're a child of God, and I have the opportunity to be face-to-face with them. Like, that's really cool that we get to coexist at the same time. We get to be contemporaries with one another. And I really feel like there's a significant thing about that. Like, I don't totally understand it. Like, one of my theories is that we were all friends in heaven before we came to earth and we made this pact, that we would see each other again, and we'd be kindred spirits, and we'd see each other again on the earth. And I actually do kind of believe it. I'm like, everybody I know, or everybody I don't know, We were friends in heaven so like literally when i talk with my kids and stuff and we're just going about our business in our day i'll see random people on the street and i'll be like oh that's our friend let's go help our friend or let's go do this for our friend." right even though i don't know their name yet right like it's just like that's like my whole idea about life right now so anyways um And I'm just so thankful, right? Like, there I was reading this book again and then finally getting to the point where I could actually absorb it and be like, no, this is for this child. This is for this child and not just for this child, but other people in my life that are that, are that way. And then it, it just got opened my eyes to be like, yeah, that's awesome. I'm going to start being even more mindful of those things, right? I'm going to start the process. And so, you know, even nine months later, though, like... <laughs> I've probably come really far because, you know, I needed to take the time to even validate the value or believe there was value in those people in my life, specifically that child. And then I needed to get to this point where, like, I was healthy and well enough so that now I can be in a place where it's like, oh, I'm ready to learn more. I'm ready to just realize that I actually don't have all the answers at all. I'm just at the very beginning. I'm like this baby in this world of, of knowledge and experience and I'm ready to learn more. And so here I am actually doing it. It's like, you know, there, I just don't like, you know, I used to say that the most like powerful personal development program is becoming a parent. Like, you don't need to go and spend however much money to like, you know, like, I don't know, learn so much about how to be a better person. You just need to go and become a parent and it's all good. Like, it, it'll take care of itself if you just keep trying at it and keep learning and keep being honest about what's, what's going to work and everything because it's just, it is such a journey of learning how to be like an actually helpful person, right? Anyways, um, so that's kind of nice to just kind of be in this new place of being like, yeah, like I'm not only becoming a parent, but like it's, it's quite an honor is the way that I'm looking at it right now to get to be a parent of somebody with some special needs, right? Um, in the same way that it was quite an honor to be in the same household with a parent, like being the child of a parent with special needs, right? It was quite a learning experience for me to learn how to see that parent as a child of God and a precious daughter in his kingdom and he loved her so much, right? It's like I would have moments with her where I would sit with her because I felt the prompting to go and sit with her for like three hours at least every day, right? And just listen, just sit there and listen and let her just talk it all out, right? And then I would sit there and and sometimes to help me just stay focused and not just leave because I just wanted to, I would just like imagine myself as if I was like floating out from my body And being able to see my mother in a way that was beyond what a person with physical eyes could see like and when I did that I it was like I could see her as this little girl this very cute little girl that like Heavenly Father loved so dearly and so preciously and he realized that she was having such a hard time you know in the same way that now I see it daily right like I have three girls where it's like, they have these little girls that come to me, and they're like, and they show me their owies, and they just, they're just totally disrupt, right, about their little things, like, and it's so sweet, and that is like the, the moments that I got to have with my mom, when I was in her home, learning how to love her, like the last year before I left, to just see her as this little girl, just like, Buta but, 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 but like totally distraught, right? And it was just like, you know what? This is not a bad thing. My mom has not done anything wrong. She is just this sweet little girl that Heavenly Father loves so dearly, and it is my opportunity to just keep that going, right? Like to help her to see how much Heavenly Father loves her right? And that's kind of what I'm seeing with like being a parent of somebody that may have special needs. It's like, I get the opportunity to help them to see how much Heavenly Father loves them, regardless of how hard things are and how much of a struggle it is for them to process different things. Like, I feel like my greatest opportunity here is to just help them to feel how much they are loved. And that's all I can do.